I always listen in the morning. More music in the morning. The best morning show in town. You're waking up with Rick and Carly in the morning. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining the show. Good morning. Good morning. A lot of us will be traveling with it being the holiday season. You go see family. Mm-hmm. I thought we would go over some of the rudest things you can do on a plane because knowledge is power, right? Sometimes we just forget. Or you, we do. You, you get in your own world. We're yep. really busy and, and we forget to think about others. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're thinking about ourselves a little too much, right? Exactly. 2,000 people were asked, what is the rudest thing that someone can do on a plane? These were the top answers. Asking someone to switch seats. Mm. I've been guilty of this. I don't mind if somebody asked me that. Well, I think it's usually not a problem unless you try to shove someone in the middle seat and they don't like that. It's like the back row where the yeah. seat doesn't recline. That's and- <laughs> not good. Don't, don't go down Well, you road. sit there so that I can have the aisle seat right here. Uh, or oh, you want to sit next to your husband? Or Well, no, I just I just wanted a better seat. Yeah. I was hoping you'd switch Could with just me. Just be nice. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Hogging both armrests. People do not like that. That is bad. Reclining your seat. Which, is that a, that's rude to do? A third of people think it's inconsiderate and unacceptable. Why? They don't even recline that much. I mean, they well, barely recline. They wouldn't have them recline if it wasn't meant to recline, right? I know. Everybody has that option. Yeah, I don't think it's I rude. I think it's okay. I agree with you. This is rude though. Taking your shoes and socks off. (laughs) Why do people do that? I'm not a shoes and socks kind of girl, but I keep them on on a plane. Yeah. Because that is just rude. Even if your feet don't stink, it's just the the mental Mm -hmm. seeing somebody take that off and there's fuzzies there. No, it's not good. Yeah. Unwanted conversation. About 40% of people hate it when the person next to them won't shut up. It's interesting because I think in those situations, you have to read the room a little bit. Sometimes people want to talk and they have a good time getting mm-hmm. to know somebody. Other times people just want to sleep exactly. or read a book. Yeah. Don't bug them. Yeah. Using your speakerphone is rude on a plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the plane. Yeah. yeah. I, sir, could you uh, turn the phone? Yeah. Oh, just a minute. Don't worry about yeah, it. Just, me. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ridiculous. Yeah. The number one rudest thing you can do on a plane, though, is personal grooming, like cutting your nails. Painting your nails. Oh, <laughs> you're cutting your toenails. Trimming your beard. Like, unacceptable <laughs> on an airplane. People do that, huh? Yes, they do. Reminds me of that lady that was eating that corn on the cob. Oh, my that we, gosh. And it was flying which, everywhere. Which, <laughs> Let's add that to the list. Don't bring smelly or messy food on a plane. I've never seen somebody hammer down a corn on the oh, cob so fast. She was going so to fast. town. And like Carly said, it was going everywhere. Yeah, kernels all over the of, aisles and yeah, <laughs> on top of people. <laughs> A special message. This is generally for the younger people out there. Okay. I want to share a quick story about my life. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> well. It's aging you. <laughs> what do you mean that's aging me? Oh, it just sounds like something my grandpa would say. <laughs> no. No. Maybe it does. I don't know. Okay. This, We'll get into that. First off, my son, Brody, he's 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, good kid. Yeah. He's a hard worker, smart. Mm-hmm deals with a lot of what most of us deal with going on through life. He's trying to find his way into adulthood. Yeah. He's trying to find out, okay, what's my career going to be? Not mm-hmm. just my job. I want to I want to make some good money. I want to get a house. I want to get a girl. All yeah. that stuff, right? Sure. But he's a little stuck. He can't figure out what he wants. And sometimes 
you just feel like there's nothing for me or or mm. life is going to pass me by. It's oh, working out for man. everybody else. I'm not saying he necessarily feels all those things. I just remember for me, I, I, I had those feelings uh-huh. for a while. So this story is for Brody and anyone else that thinks maybe there's nothing out there for them. Okay. Maybe that they're special in a bad way, that life's not going to find a way for them. So my story's simple. When I was in school, my history teacher, Mr. Marinisi, took my desk. I was in the front row, and mm-hmm. I was the reason I was there was there was a there was a girl that was really pretty that I wanted to sit oh, next to. Oh, so and, it was very strategic. Yeah, it was strategic on my part. Yeah. Well, Mr. Marinisi took my desk and jammed it into the back corner. And he did this because I was a uh, smart aleck and I kept oh, yeah. acting that, up all the time. Shocker, surprise, right? Surprise, surprise, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Berenice, he would, he'd get mad. Mm-hmm. He, and, and rightfully so, he probably should have. Yeah. I remember him in a very stern voice one time looking at me and he says, Ricky, that's what they called me he back He called then. you Ricky? Uh, well, yeah, this was elementary school we're okay. talking. He says, Ricky... You are never going to find a place where you can sit in a corner making wisecracks. Well, that's exactly what I found. It is exactly what you found. And I couldn't be happier. Oh my gosh. As Dr. Malcolm once said in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. Life does find a way. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Isn't it funny how that works out? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So, Brody will find his way. Yeah. If you're lost, you'll find your way. You will. It, it, life finds a way. It does. It'll be okay. Don't stress out too much about mm-hmm. it. Can you keep a secret? Rick and Carly in the morning. Alyssa uh, is engaged. She has a fiance. His name's Stu. And Stu loves Alyssa's hair. What does he love specifically about your hair, Alyssa? He loves my, as he calls it, fiery Red hair. <laughs> oh, you're a redhead. Okay. And he loves that. That's yeah. great. He loves it so much. He talks about it all the time. Uh, he talks about how he wants their kids to have that same fiery red hair, just like hers. Uh, but there's a problem. What's that problem? Well, um, I'm not exactly a natural redhead. Oh. And he doesn't know that? No. <laughs> So you dye your hair, and I guess the problem is... I guess I do a pretty good job. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. You must do a heck of a job. Yeah. Although guys are kind of dumb when it comes to that stuff. I didn't want to say that, (laughs) but I I was thinking it. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, the bottom line is he... I mean, he says things like, oh, I hope our kids get your red hair and that's yeah, not gonna happen that's kind of why i'm at this point now right yeah you're like i gotta tell him so in the past when he's thrown those comments out you've just said nothing or, or what have you done i i just kind of like brushed them off mm-hmm. gotcha. <laughs> I don't yeah. really acknowledge them too much sure hello hi is this Stu? This is he. Hey, Stu. Uh, my name's Carly. My partner, Rick, is actually on the line as well. Oh, Rick, hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good. We're good. good. So, Stu, we do a morning show on the radio, and your fiance Alyssa, reached out to us. Congratulations on the uh, upcoming marriage. Yeah. It's exciting. It is. Thank you. 
Uh, there's just a little something she did want to talk to you about, and I feel like even the way I said that, I'm making yeah, too you're big making a deal. it way too big of a deal. Not a big deal. Just a little thing she wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> so she is on the line as well. Alyssa. Oh, okay. Yeah, hello. Hey. Hey, babe. So I have been feeling a little guilty about something. You know how you're always saying, like, when we have kids someday, I hope they have your red hair? Yeah, I love your red hair. Yeah, well, I I do too. Uh, It's just that I don't naturally have red hair. I do, in fact, dye it. So there's really zero chance of our kids having my red hair. I'm a brunette. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, why didn't you tell me? That's she's not t- that big of a deal. She's telling you now, Stu. Yeah. She well, she, she didn't have the she didn't want to break your heart. So excited about our our kids having the red hair. You know, I didn't want to shatter the dream. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you didn't. My mom was a redhead before she went gray, so we might still have kids with red hair. Oh, so there's some genes there. Oh, okay. That's good. So we're not just counting on it coming from me, then. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh. but I don't like that you weren't just honest with me. It's Hair color. I don't think she was dishonest. I think she just kind of was. Uh, mm, uh, was she? That's dis- di- well, that's, yeah. No, he's throwing stuff out I know. there. She- I'm. I'm sorry. I was kind of lying by omission. Yeah, I promise. That's what they call it. No Bible. more secrets. Gotcha. Promise. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I. Th- I think our kids are adorable, no matter what color hair they they have. They'll be. They'll still be cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course they will. Of course they will. Even if they're not For cute, sure. they will be to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be adorable, I'm, I'm sure. sure they will be. They will. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't that big of a deal. There we go. We're glad you called us, Alyssa. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, best of luck. Thanks. I hope you guys have 15 kids. Oh, gosh. Don't wish that upon them. <laughs> Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Powered by Ataraxis PEO, the HR experts, putting the human back into human resources. Last month, some pictures surfaced of Ben Affleck with his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner, and their daughter. And Ben and that Jen looked very friendly. Well... <laughs> Jennifer Lopez saw those pictures and she was not happy. She wasn't. Huh? No. Inside. Maybe he was just trying to be a good dad. Right. Mm-hmm. However, she was insanely jealous and she feels like Ben and his ex-wife are a lot closer than she was originally led to believe when she kind of got involved with him. Boy, we have a lot of information on these two, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess one time she even screamed at him, she's your ex-wife for a reason. Right, and she's confronted Jennifer Garner. Did he say, "Well, you're you were my ex for a reason too"? Oh, he should have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they come back, and then we got back together. That would have been bad. Anyway, uh, she's also canceled some plans of them getting together as a blended family because of the tension between them, and she's ordered Ben to spend less time with her. I don't like to each their own. With yeah. how uh, those situations are extremely difficult. Both of us have been through a divorce before, so we know this. I know. 
personally, for me and my family, I, I don't like to be around my ex much. But I, you uh, are in certain circumstances. Well, you have to be. Yeah, you do yeah. because of the kids. Exactly. I get that. So, but it's complicated. Maybe he's he doesn't want to be there, but he's just trying to be nice and be a good person. That could be the case. That's what I try to do. It's like I'm not going to be mean or nasty. Right. Just be nice, and yeah. if I can stay away from that person, then I I choose to stay away from them. Yeah. Hopefully they work things out because I do love J Lo and Ben Affleck They'll together. Be fine. Okay. The Rock has responded to the haters who called him out, asking people to donate to the victims of the Maui wildfires. You know how they got really upset. Yeah. What were they upset about? So The Rock and Oprah donated ten million dollars. Oh, people wanted them to donate more. Well, they donated ten million dollars, and they said, "Okay, we're kind of kicking things off here. Yeah. You need to donate as well." Whoa, and people I- were like, "No, we don't have money." No, but I, I don't get that. Even if they don't donate, that's fine. That's ten million bucks from them. They're doing something nice. Why are we upset with them? Well, The Rock says that he understands. He says, "I understand that money ain't falling out of the sky, and it's not growing on trees. And there's a lot of people out there who are living paycheck to paycheck." And he says, "I get it. I know what that's like." <laughs> you think that's his PR person telling him yes. that, or like, uh, uh-huh. how does a guy like that, or Oprah Winfrey, how do they really understand? There's no way. I get that at one point in their lives, they probably did live paycheck to paycheck, but it was so long ago. That I don't know if Oprah ever did. Did yeah, she? she grew up very poor. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they've been there, but it's been a long time, and I don't know if they really remember. Uh, he also said the victims have been receiving their first round of funds. So he didn't say they're going to give more money or anything like that, but he just says he understands. He gave $10 million. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. Reese Witherspoon says she is a tough parent. Mm -hmm. She thinks parents need to let their kids experience failure in order to grow. Mm -hmm. She says learning from failure is a valuable tool that you can't take away from kids. You rob them if you don't let them sit in the discomfort of the experience. She says when she was a fifth grader, she got suspended for being disruptive in class. She learned her lesson because her parents let her sit in her punishment and feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's what she's done. She with talks her kids. like she's created this concept. Like it, it, we I know. haven't heard of this before. You're not being innovative, Reese. <laughs> we respect your parenting, but that's not like ah, aha moment. Hey, is it weird that um, this is something I was thinking about last night at dinner? Mm-hmm. I absolutely detested asparagus when I was a kid, and now I, I love it. I can't get enough of it. That happens all the time. I mean, I didn't like tomatoes until I was 35. Yeah. I didn't like celery until around my mid-30s either. Is that a a mental thing, or is that like a palate thing? Or? Partially. I think that your taste buds do change over time. Yeah. And talking to my mom, who's dealing with aging parents, when you get really old, mm-hmm. your taste buds change again and you don't like anything (laughs) oh that's horrible that is horrible we don't like anything when we get really old my mom says that my grandparents are so picky so there's a few things but it's not like not much like right now i feel like i I love almost everything there's a couple like brussels sprouts i still don't like squash i feel like you're my child please eat your brussels sprouts can you take three more bites of squash? But there's so much stuff out there that I love now that I think, and, yeah. and I was a kid a long time ago, yeah. so I can't remember, but stuff like cookies and candy and tacos and steak, I love all that stuff now. You didn't love that as a kid? I don't think, I, 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 oh, I don't know. It's wow. delicious right now. It sure is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But that squash <laughs> is still hard to choke down. Yeah. Maybe I'll like that when I'm really old. Maybe. That's some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. But you never know. <laughs> you never know. 
We've got some ordinary foods that the Kardashian family, or members of their family, say they have never tried before. You know, one thing you have to remember with the Kardashians, they didn't start filthy, famous, and rich. Right. They were well off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daddy was a lawyer that made quite a bit of money yeah. and, and for some famous people. and But there was a time where there was some normality to their lives. Mm-hmm. And then that all fell apart. So, <laughs> so now they're... What, what have they never tried? Well, Kylie revealed in 2018 that she tried cereal and milk together for the first time. She said this was life-changing. She says she always liked cereal dry, and uh, she never bothered to put milk on it. My son is the same way. My son is 17. True. He has never once in his life had a bowl of cereal That's and milk. That's not accurate. You can't say never, never one time. No. He won't even try it one time no. just to see how it is? Mm-mm. Like, I don't like milk. Yeah. But I'll eat cereal with milk. Yeah, it's so much better. Kylie, I understand, because she actually was born into the fame and the uh-huh. riches, because she's... Uh, she's a Jenner, right? Yeah, exactly. So the show was already going when they were kind of bringing them up. So that I, I know, get. No, but I don't understand. If you're rich, you don't <laughs> I, I don't know. What do I know? Cereal and milk? It's weird. During an interview with Jimmy Fallon, Kendall, so she's also a Jenner. Right. She said that she had never had chocolate until she was on an 11-hour flight and they hadn't brought the food out yet and there was like a baby Twix sitting there. How old was she when this happened? Oh, she was like in her 20s. I don't believe that. She's saying she never tried chocolate until she was in her 20s? Yeah. Come on. She said she saw this baby Twix and she was desperate and she tried it and she was like, oh my gosh, chocolate is so good. (laughs) I don't believe her. You don't believe her? No. Uh, While filming season two of the Kardashians, Kim surprised viewers when she was ordering pasta in Italy. This is lame. I feel like this was staged for the show. She said... Almost all of it staged for the show. Are you kidding me? Come on. Well, I believe most of it, but this, I think, was (laughs) You didn't want to believe it. (laughs) She said to the waiter, what's tortellini? I mean, this was last year. What's tortellini? This is also the same girl, remember a few years ago, that said she never went number two? Yeah. She's like the only human on the planet mm-hmm. that's never gone number two. Mm-hmm. Come on. She did say that. It also reminds me <laughs> of Jessica Simpson way back in the day when she thought chicken of the sea. Yeah, that's tuna was, fish, right? Yeah, but she thought it was chicken. She's like, it says chicken. That's somewhat understandable, though. No, it's not. Come it says on. chicken on it. Yeah, that's dumb. That. Anyway, <laughs> uh, both Kim and Chloe claimed during the season four premiere of The Kardashians that they weren't familiar with beer. They said they'd never had a beer before. That could be true. That I could mean, be true. It's it's unlikely in their world. But, I know, and they're drinkers. They drink wine all the time. Uh, or, Kim is not a big drinker. In fact, in the early years of the Kardashians, she hardly ever drank at all. They're out partying and stuff, though, aren't they? Or is that just, uh, what's the one guy's name? He's a big partier. Oh, yeah. Courtney's ex, uh, yeah. Scott Disick. Scott. Well, yeah. He was a flat-out alcoholic <laughs> for years. Oh, he was? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. They're not quite like the rest I of us. I don't think I want to be rich and famous if I can't yeah. have uh, my cereal and a bowl of milk. I know. <laughs> I agree. He said, she said, with Rick and Carly in the morning. A big welcome to our producer, Sean Peabody, again with He Said, She Said. He'll throw something at us, and then we get going. What we got, Sean? This one right here, uh, especially getting close to the holidays. 
a lot of couples go through this type of different situations. But when it comes to holidays, mm-hmm. if you come from different traditions, whose traditions do you adopt? Ooh. Oh, that is really complicated. This is a really complicated. I, I threw, a, threw a pretty hard one out at you guys. I think it's usually uh, Mama's tradition. She kind of runs the household, and they and, usually and stick. Although those I ones stick, I always feel guilty to some degree because you know. You bring your stuff to the table too. But I can't even think of one tradition that I have. I know we have a lot. Oh, there's but all sorts what of stuff. Do you have? I mean, what do you guys do? Even when you think about how I approach holidays versus how you approach holidays, I do a much bigger deal than what your family did. And you've commented to me like, "Oh, we did not do." Oh, elaborate. you're not talking like Christmas. You're talking about any holidays. Like, any holidays. Yeah, like Carly will buy a whole bunch of presents for Valentine's Day. Not a whole bunch of presents, but like a little something for my kids. It's St. Patrick's Day. The kids wake <laughs> up and they've got presents on St. Patrick. Every day is so, like Christmas. But that's how for Carly. My, but that's how my mom was. That's how my grandma was. And those are some of my fondest memories growing up. Were those holidays and how we made a big deal out of of celebrating. One of my traditions, I did remember one, mm-hmm. and you've allowed me to keep this tradition. I don't think you like it very much. Is for uh, Christmas, I wait. Till Christmas Eve to do all my Christmas shopping. It's terrible. It's, no. which, yeah. which started because I just procrastinate, procrastinate. a lot. Mm-hmm. But then it became tradition. I kind of yeah. like it. I, I feel like I'm out there with the Christmas warriors together. It's like, I, we're, we can do this. So you we're do, in this. You, you turn procastination <laughs> into, into, into a tradition. Yes. yes. Yeah, I made my own tradition. And, and you're I, just out there with the rest of the holiday warriors yes. trying to grab yes. everything in the last minute. Yeah, it's like, have you ever been in a like a 5K or a marathon <laughs> where you guys all come together and you're high-fiving mm-hmm. you're like, we did it. We did it. Well, that's what it's like <laughs> on Christmas Eve doing the shopping. Because some of these stores aren't open anymore. You yeah. got to be extra yeah. creative. And you're running right. out of products because everybody's right. running out with stuff. So right. it's like, I was going to get that, but now right. I can't get that. Yep. You want to run that way. It's fine by me. You can be stressed out. That I'll sounds be like a, that, you use a lot of gas <laughs> going to a lot of different stores. Yeah. Hey, you do what you got to do. And I'm hoping to hand down that tradition through generations <laughs> to come. <laughs> that is not something to hand down. <laughs> it's not. Did we you answer know. the question? You did. You okay. Did. It's the girl, right? I, I'm just saying like, yeah, if that's Carly's tradition i'm coming over every holiday <laughs> every holiday i'm gonna be there Come on yeah. over, he said she said a 50 year old man in spain is being accused of faking a heart attack just to get out of pain restaurant bills what oh so he's doing this multiple times he's done it at least 20 times wow they say he's a chronic dine and heart attacker so one restaurant said he ordered several glasses of whiskey to wash down a salad before faking a heart attack uh, and people are passing around his photo to warn other places. Mm. Uh, I guess he was just caught sentenced to 42 days in jail. And he could be in more trouble. His scams were considered minor crimes because the totals weren't a lot individually. No, I think it's a felony if it's 500 bucks or more. Okay. So chances are you're not getting to that point. Yeah, but it adds up. It, it, well, I don't think it works that way, though, does it? They're well, individual I know, but this, this is in Spain. So okay. it's a little bit different. They've got they, different rules. They say they could lock him up for about two years. God, just so you could have a few shots of whiskey. Yeah, come on. This is the uh, next version of the Dine and Dash, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. The Dine and Heart Attack. My mm-hmm. gosh. Taxes, taxes, taxes. It's not It's not that time of year yet, thankfully. But. Oh, but we're wrapping up the year and... 
and you know. Before you know it, I guess it will be here, huh? Mm-hmm. If you could write off anything on your taxes, I mean something that normally you know, like, oh, I yeah. can't write that off. If you could write off anything on your taxes, but just one thing, what would that be? Hands down, our puppy Wally. I wish I could claim him as a dependent because he costs, <laughs> honestly, he costs me more than my own children. Uh, Between the special that. food and the vet visits and the toys. We and, had to go to the ER one night. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, true. Honestly, dogs should be a dependent. <laughs> For me, it'd be uh, gasoline, probably. That would be nice. Or food. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe both. I'll buy all my food at the gas station if I can write off gas and food. That would not be worth it. You want to eat at the gas station? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I you... do anyways. Oh, stop. I, I love the food. Well. I like the nachos and nachos jalapenos and the donuts that they have. Yeah, but you'd and... get sick of it real quick. I don't think so. No? Number one thing people said. If they could write off anything on their taxes, just one thing. Number one is coffee. Coffee? Coffee. Well, almost everybody drinks coffee. Well, a lot okay, of people drink coffee, But I'm right? doing the math. Let's say you buy a $6 coffee every single a day. A lot of people buy two, three, four cups of coffee every day, Carly. You're looking at 20, 25 bucks a day? Yeah. You can yeah. write that off on your taxes? Okay. All right. You got me there if you're drinking that much coffee. Here's a, here's a couple of items that people tried to write off on their taxes and were not allowed to. The IRS said no. Okay. Nice try, but no. No. Uh, first one, $3,000 handbag from Nordstrom's. This lady categorized that as a, quote, work uniform. Yes. <laughs> it didn't work, though, because I'm like, man, no. if it worked, I'd try they that. They said no. No. Uh, honeymoon plane tickets as a business expense. Well, if you went to a conference or something while you were on your honeymoon. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, the IRS said no to that. No. And educational material on, quote, how to pick up women, that was categorized as, quote, continuing education. Technically, <laughs> it is continuing yeah, education. I know, it is, huh? Yes. Yeah, but the IRS said no on that oh. as well. A guy named Michael called the cops and claimed someone attacked him with an axe. Mm-hmm. He said they stabbed him in the head with it, but when cops got to his house, he wasn't hurt, and he was yelling at people who weren't actually there. No, no. So he claimed a burglar attacked him, so they searched the place, didn't find any signs of a break-in. They did spot a small bag of meth sitting on his nightstand. Looky here. Mm -hmm. Somebody brought that in, officer. I don't know where that came from. Oh, yeah. When they asked him about it, he said a ghost must have planted it. (laughs) So so he had a a man, a fictitious man that was attacking him with an axe. Uh Uh-huh. Cut his head open, but yep. they, there's there's no uh, remnants of blood or mm-hmm. nothing like that. Nope. A ghost brought in a bag of meth. Yep. I mean, it is Halloween season. It, so. Yeah. It all makes sense. The story's coming together, right? He's facing charges for possession of a controlled substance <laughs> and filing a false report. Do you find accents attractive? Uh, yeah. Some of them I do. I, do you have like a favorite? I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I think there's lots of different accents where... It's funny because the southern accent, I think with girls, it's cute Mm -hmm. and it's kind of attractive. But with guys, it makes them sound like they're less intelligent. 
Okay. I don't know if that's just me or if that's everybody. Yeah. But I, I like uh, like a, a British, well, do I like a British accent? Maybe oh, not. I don't really like a British accent. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no offense if you're British, but <laughs> I like a New York accent. You do? I do. You think that's attractive? I think it's attractive, but when people were asked, what are the sexiest, funniest, smartest sounding accents? There's no way New York is on there. Oh, they found it the least sexy. Yeah. And then that was followed by Boston. Boston, the car. Yeah. Pocket car, car down by the harbor. <laughs> There's nothing attractive about I that. I kind of like that one too, to be honest with you. Uh, the sexiest accent is Australian. Australian? Good day, mate. No way. That's not sexy. It's interesting, but I don't think that's sexy. Not sexy? No. You don't think the, the Australian accent is sexy? What about Asian? Or the uh, Hispanic accent. Are they sexy? You never think about them as sexy or Irish. Whenever I try to do the Irish accent, I sound like the leprechaun on the Lucky Charms commercial. Yeah. If I'm lucky. The look of the Irish. But you are (laughs) Irish, so you should talk like Irish. (laughs) I do have some Irish in me, yes. Exactly. Then I feel like I I morph it into like three other accents and it's all... It's all there. I'm like some kind of weird Viking from mm-hmm. Australia. <laughs> well, you're, you're kind of sexy then. From the South. <laughs> the smartest sounding accent is British, which I do think it makes you sound smart. Yeah. Don't you think? The accent that I don't, I don't like the French accent. You really don't? That much. No, I don't. I'm learning French right sounds now. Sounds arrogant. You pompous. <laughs> you're learning French. Oh, yeah, you're the, going to... I want to go to Paris right. when my daughter graduates high school. Right. That's kind of our goal. So right. with the French accent, I've learned that all the ars, ars are like... Yeah, that's not that's not attractive. Like where, where do they land on the attractive list? Are they uh, on that list or no? They are one of the most romantic and romantic seductive. and seductive. Mm-hmm. And then the funniest accent is Canadian. Oh, it is? Canadian. I don't know. That was not a good Canadian accent. <laughs> that was horrible. I'm not even going to attempt it. No.